0: I'm just going to point this out. It's still bright outside. It's getting lighter, longer. Isn't that nice? It is and that's so nice. The, sun. the is. sun is out at five o'clock. Yep. Very five nice.
1: o'clock yeah. somewhere. Let's just get a minute a day or something like yeah, that. Yeah, as, as we go on. You know, now, it'll be daylight savings time. Oh. Springing nice. ahead, and then it'll be dark at you know seven. I mean, I that like is the, nice. I
2: do like daylight saving times for Minnesota because I like it being light until nine o'clock oh, at too. night. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't want to get rid of it. Me too. Um, okay, so you know yes. when we started
1: the show, we had heard about the um, the uh, glamorous legend Raquel Welch passing away at the age of eighty two, and I would forgotten about this. But Reese Witherspoon is nothing if not well mannered on her social media and she tweets this gorgeous picture of Raquel. And she said, she writes so sad to hear about Raquel Weld's passing. I loved working with her on legally blonde. Yes, you're right. She was elegant, professional and glamorous beyond belief. Simply stunning. May all her angels carry her home, sending love to her family and her many fans. I forgot that she had a cameo in legally blonde or, you know, a small, Small part, so it's a picture from that, and and also people are thanking her for being the cons, you know, being in on the conspiracy to break Andy out of Shawshank. Remember, didn't he love Raquel Welch or something? I don't remember that. Yeah, Casey, we'd have to ask him for that yes. deep dive,
2: but I'm pretty sure.
1: You know, she had an epic appearance on Seinfeld that people are remembering. Just a lot. She was
2: was like on Mark and Mindy and she was the enemy. mm -hmm. She was on a lot of stuff. Yeah. And you know what?
1: I mean, international sex symbol, you guys. She's beautiful. Yeah, that's what she was. And then Reese Witherspoon also uh, let us know this was in a... Uh, just an interview promoting Your Place or Mine or whatever uh-huh. her movie with Ashton is. She did keep her wedding dress from Sweet Home, Alabama.
0: Oh, she kept cute. that. Yeah, she's movie. just
1: like, I don't, I just knew I should keep this. Oh, that's cute. So she, she has that dress. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. I'm so, <laughs>
0: this is terrible.
1: Oh, you guys, you were
0: right by the way. Raquel Welsh did have a poster in um, Shawshank.
1: Yeah, it oh, was it was right. Andy
0: Dufresne's poster in yeah. His cell. It was inspiration yep. kept him digging. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. You were right there. Just had to give you the yep. Thank you. But um,
2: posters were so big back in the day. <gasps> oh, the it's like
0: best selling were...
1: poster of all time
2: is Fairfrosen. Fair yeah, oh, the red
0: swimsuit.
2: But I mean, think nipples. of that, and mm-hmm. think of how remember. I mean, we don't print out pictures anymore. I mean, pictures were everything.
1: Hey, well, I went by Maharaja the other day, downtown St. Paul. They I look love like that they, place. they look like they got plenty of posters. Yeah. I think Black posters Lights. can be had at Spencer's, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think <sighs> kids find their way to a to poster. poster.
0: Maharaja's good calling that yeah. one. <laughs> okay.
1: So, um, I mean, no one with any eyes or ears is going to ever doubt J-Lo's commitment to romance and love. Right? This ever. is a girl, a woman who... Um, anyway, so she used yesterday, Julia Valentine's Day, to, to show a new couple's tattoo with hubby Ben Affleck, dispelling any suggestions of trouble in paradise. She also, um, posted, you know, some historical snaps from the dark ages of Benifer 1.0, and uh, commitment is sexy was a hashtag, another hashtag was this is us then. Hashtag This is Us Now, hashtag This Is Me Now, which is the name of her new album. So everything was covered. She forgot to do Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. You know, I thought that would have at least been more wouldn't would have, 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 have felt been... so spawn con. Right. You know, <laughs> and and then the they she's got she lifted up, and I bet this is the first, the only tattoo she has. Cause she did it on uh on the side of of her ribs under right. her arm when her arm is down, you can't see it in the smallest possible. It's it's an arrow piercing an infinity sign made up of her and Ben's name, which is funny
0: to me. It is. It's an infinity sign that is being pierced, pierced with an arrow, <laughs> so yeah. it's not therefore that infinity.
1: But yeah, I mean, no, it's so. And then dumb. he he did.
2: What did he? Ben do? got
1: one of crossbows with the couple's first initials, I think, in his armpit, in wow. his shaved armpit. Oh. So when the hair grows back, you can't even and then see it see for does she love to lay me? I then I got thinking: Does she love to put her nose in his
2: armpit? <laughs> and she I, I mean, can't see his; I just see hers. Her, anyway. Scroll down.
0: Oh, his Sorry. is bad. His whoever did his too it's did terrible. a crooked B. It's like you know those Minnesota paddles yeah. with the symbols yes. where you have the paddles crossing. Oh, you mean it's like two
2: the arrows. Low J State Fair shirt. Yeah, yes. that's what it looks like. Yeah,
0: like the Low J State Fair microphones, but instead yeah. it's two arrows. But you
1: guys, a... I feel like under the armpit would be a very very painful place oh, to have a tattoo. Very sensitive, and I feel like it's a waste of a place to. have have a tattoo because who the hell's going to see it? It's hair's going to grow there. <laughs> and then the hair grows back. No. Yeah. it Or it's a safe place if you don't want it, anyone to see it. If I'm Lupe, if I'm Jennifer Lopez's, if I'm channeling her mom or one of her aunties, <laughs> I'm getting an evil eye thing and I'm maybe going to like say some things because I consider this all bad luck.
0: Yes. Bad luck. And these tattoos are very easy to fix, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, not- I
1: consider it all bad luck. Yeah. And, and then the fact that she didn't do hashtag Dunkin' Donut <laughs> with endless love. Uh, I, gotta, I gotta get back on the j Anyway, I just can't even believe it. All right, mm-hmm. here's the story I'm really curious to get your feedback okay. on. Because this show is considered... What is the word? the The show is on life support. What show am I talking about? Yellowstone. The Bachelor. Oh no! ABC is considering bringing back Chris Harrison.
2: I I don't think it's a bad choice. I I don't think it's a bad choice at all, Lori. To
1: save the Bachelor because the show, quote unquote, is on life support. And remember, he got paid ten million dollars, and when he made five million a year. To go away after he was an absolute idiot, uh, yep. being interviewed and just was just acting, just not thinking, answering and not thinking, mm-hmm. and they're considering rehiring because insiders fear they're going to pull the plug on the show because when Chris left, it was about six point eight million.
2: Mm-hmm. How many now? Three. I'm I'm sorry cut in half. Well, Jesse wow. cut now. Jesse, Jesse Palmer is horrible. Is very bad. He's horrible. He's, yeah. horrible. he's yeah. horrible. He is he's just a sweet humble. No. Oh. He doesn't have a personality and he can't put his arms down cuz his his biceps are too big. <laughs> he looks uncomfortable in a sports jacket. He shouldn't wear those. He should just wear cotton.
1: But shirts. Would he take it? return after the way he was he felt that he was shunned was treated but part of it too was he doubled down he
2: did he did
1: and just like that here's what i like that's what happened with amy
2: and tj the way they they rolled in you're too emotional to make decisions sometimes in your life and you should just wait if you are if you have an opportunity yeah because you're just too emotional you shouldn't make decisions about money when you're emotional yeah you just shouldn't make them but with chris harrison He was good at his job. Yeah, he was. I liked him. Yeah. I haven't enjoyed any of the other fill-ins. I'm sorry. Yeah. People like Chris Harrison. Yeah. And I think men liked him. So they lost a big demo in the men too. The un
1: the men who don't admit or they said like I think of Howard Stern. He watches The Bachelor with his wife Beth. Right. He talks about it. But there's not a lot of guys who are probably just humble say, bragging wait. to their friends, you know, that they enjoy, they get a kick out of it. I mean, maybe if you're somebody famous like Howard. Chris
2: Harrison was better at the job. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like when, what's her name, replaced um, Tom Ber- Bergeron. Bergeron.
0: Oh, Tom Bergeron, the greatest of yes. all time. Yeah. He
2: was good at his job. He was
0: Right, and
2: Chris Harrison was great. He was good at his job. Well, anyway, that's what's happening. That's what turned me off, I have to be honest. I don't like Jesse.
1: Well, and at the time of his um, getting fired, he allegedly demanded $25 million to leave the show quietly, or else he would air 19 years of behind-the-scenes, Bachelor Secrets, and 20 years, basically, of D.I.R.T.,
2: his and, podcast just came out this month. And
1: filed month. numerous lawsuits against producers and executives. And so the suits at ABC gave him $10 million and an NDA yep. that he would not write a book. So some of the suits at ABC are remembering him playing hardball and using that. And then other ones are like... Who cares? Who cares? We are going to lose the
2: whole show right. and the whole um, franchise if we don't get someone back that people like, and he was the one.
1: Yeah, he it worked. would be a hail mary yeah. move to save and the I show. And I have to,
2: I have to be honest. I would turn back in. Yeah, right. I, he did bad things. He apologized. He was horrible at apologizing. He yeah. just did everything wrong. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? People make mistakes. Yeah, and at least you could watch. He was palatable. Yeah. I can't stand that show right. without him. Yeah. And then
1: ABC, you know, had two of the women do it. Yeah, and that and felt like that was just a it. gimme kind I of a liked, thing.
2: We liked the damn show. I haven't been able to watch. Well, I've, Grant and I have stuck with it. Yeah, I stuck, but
0: I have to agree. It's tough with Jesse. Jesse is not. He's not the host. That- is My not- favorite
1: part that they've ever done since they did replace him was when they did have the little rotating thing in Bachelor in Paradise. That was slightly State amusing. Yes. That was Different slightly that was amusing. Fun. But because Chris Harrison hosted that too, and he was kind, he was good at that job too. Mm-hmm. Chris
2: Harrison, yeah. David. So I, 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 do not oppose that at all.
1: All right, I well, would, so yeah. much accomplished with this conversation. I would, uh, yeah, I think that's a good move. Yeah,
0: I got a little text from my dad while we were talking because you were talking about Raquel Welch again. Remember mm-hmm. we've talked about how my dad was in Vietnam, mm-hmm. and yes. Bob Hope. Sixty-seven. Oh, she oh, she yeah. was there. My dad was like, hey, I saw her in 67 yeah. at Bob Hope Christmas. Yeah, oh. I know that
1: my mom and dad have seen her. She was a very regular on the Bob Hope things. And mm-hmm. my dad, when he was stationed in the Philippines, and then when we were stationed in Japan, they, they had shows that would come to Yokota Air Force Base, or sometimes my parents would jump on like a DC-10 and go yeah. to Saigon to catch a show. Yeah. And my mom, she's like, you can't believe how many people we saw.
0: It's amazing. Yeah. Every time, you know, my dad, oh, I saw, I saw that person. I saw that person. And I'm just, what a show. What, I mean, for those, for those soldiers who were going through hell, what a show! Right, and they and they taped or They filmed all of those, yeah. and then they
1: would show them at the base theaters at yeah. bases are, are overseas. Yes, because it would be just something to watch.
0: You right. can right now. You can go to YouTube. Bob Hope Christmas Special, nineteen sixty-seven. Yeah. It's an hour and a half long, and you can laugh. watch the whole yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: Joey Heatherton. He always yes. got like really gorgeous broads. Yes, he
0: Names? Yeah, I just yeah. I got that text That's while cool. you guys were talking. That's I thought cool. that was
2: cool. All right,
1: listen. We'll be right back with Grant and the Dirtler.
2: Hey gang, Lori and Julia here. Let's talk about being cozy and company in your furniture. You know, it's not every day you need a new couch or chair, but maybe you just need to shop and you need some inspiration and maybe you just need some new accessories because you're bored with your environment. Well,
1: and Julia, I mean, I was so glad that we went out to Furniture Manor that day because I'd like, no, no, I need to get something more comfortable for that room. But I was just really, quite frankly, furniture lazy because I always worry that it's going to be... Overwhelming, Or I'm not going to know what I'm doing. But then you get to Furniture Manor and they have such a great selection and in le- all these price ranges for whatever you're looking for. And a
2: lovely staff who listens to yes. you, understands what you're looking for, finds something that will fit your budget, fit your needs, and work perfect. And that is just what we love. And they always have a great ends Odds and ends room where you can get amazing deals, but they've got good, better, and best pricing, and they made luxury affordable for years. That's Furniture Matter.
1: This
0: is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt
2: Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Grant, what have you got for us today?
0: Well, I know we already gave Lori her one Austin Butler story of the day, but... We're going to bring another one. And this one is very, very fun here. So, as we know, Austin Butler attended the Oscar luncheon. And he's was,
1: front and center of the Vanity Fair Hollywood issue. And
0: that as well. And so, they had a little interview there with him at the event. And he was asking about, you know, who he would be bringing to the Oscars and some other upcoming award ceremonies. And this is what he said. And I find the first two. Cool. The third one, we'll see how this one goes. So in the, he answered the question by saying that he wanted to bring his dad with him to the 2023 SAG Awards and his uh, movement coach, Polly Bennett to the BAFTA Awards. While he said that was a hard decision and a hard choice to make about that guest, he mentioned that a special friend would likely join him for the Oscars.
2: His girlfriend.
0: Not his girlfriend. No. Priscilla n- Presley. No. Not Priscilla Presley. And not his sister, like he's been toting around town lately. Who? His uh, not lawyer, but his uh, agent. Oh. His agent, James. His agent, James. They don't want him doing a red carpet nope. with his young girlfriend. At all. Well, because,
1: because they're worried it will turn off it. Oscar yep. voters.
0: Yes, 100%. No, but James-
2: anyone who knows anything knows he's dating her. <laughs> yeah. Elvis, look at it. You know, I mean, it's... Uh, it's- yeah.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind
0: all of this is Chris Jenner. L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: It's like to me, Why if ever... I were his girlfriend, I would be very, very oh. mad at him. Oh. oh.
0: Would, not, would have been a hard valentine's day
1: i would be very you're mad, mad at ashamed
2: of me to take me in public right. yet you're dating me and i'm well, underage don't be surprised when these two break up you're
0: putting your career in front of me is the big thing. kind of the tom brady i'm feeling Giselle. like
1: a girlfriend and i'm just thinking oh, my, my man is getting nominated there's all these women who are chasing him he's playing Elvis. what do you mean i can't go it doesn't look good for oscar voters Part of the campaign. Oh.
0: Yeah. So, well, at least this James guy, he said that James and him have been friends since they were 17 oh, years yeah, old. They're the yeah, longest yeah. friends in the world. Yeah, He's been yeah, there yeah. since yeah. the beginning. He Who were always... you
1: explaining to us or uh, Kaya
2: Gerber? Uh, yeah, there Austin. you go. Yeah, Austin or is... her parents.
0: Yeah. he put you, on a, he You're put on a... old
2: enough to bleep my daughter, but she can't sit next to you at an award show? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's. I true. mean, that's what I would think as a parent. Yeah. How embarrassing that you're shunning my daughter... Yeah, well, it's um, getting uncomfortable. But you yet you're screwing her. Yeah, it's getting and uncomfortable. And she's underage. Well, and you started I, dating her when she was 19. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, All right. As well,
0: a, as a star herself, they're saying she could get an invite on her own. Oh, no. But still, <laughs> she's not going to get invited. No, I know, I know. I, to I be thought be invited they invited and that.
2: sit over here like in the back. But she wouldn't get no. it. Yeah.
1: Well, there was a little thing Austin Butler in this Vanity Fair. He and Selena Gomez were on the Wizards of Waverly
2: place together. Okay, because he was a Disney boy. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, Nickelodeon, I think. Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon, you're right, yep. And when he was filming Elvis, Selena sent him a picture and said, Well, remember when we used to do this, Elvis? You know, Mm -hmm. just kind of like, Look at you. You're in a movie.
0: Yeah.
1: So. Very cool. Anyway, so he's uh, you know in the good house with the friends, but in the doghouse with the girlfriend for sure. Oh, I would kill him. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, so would I. Mm-hmm. Well, here's speaking
2: but of. But yet, I get his agent's point. Yeah, you're dating Be- an underage girl, and yeah. you know what? I, it looks she's- 21 now. Well, yeah. okay, but it, yeah.
0: Okay. but like you said it followed suit with Elvis but yeah, but, yeah, that's, yeah. Right. but he, he's doing what he needs Leonardo
2: DiCaprio bring, always brings his mom or his grandma before she passed he never
0: has brought a date
2: no never besides his mom but he has brought his mother or his grandma but he's never I, one time he went to the Oscars with Giselle She was age-appropriate.
0: And I would go with Giselle, too.
2: But that's,
1: like, he does not do red carpets Mm -mm. with girlfriends.
0: Well, speaking of Giselle, that's a good segue Mm -hmm. into Tom Brady.
1: Oh, geez, (laughs) What did he say now? So
0: Tom Brady said something pretty dumb here. And, um, well, you know the old saying that... uh, Bad publicity is sometimes good publicity because any publicity is good publicity. Don't
1: even tell me Don Brady was trying to do a media
0: thing like that and explain publicity on his show. He was. So on his show on Sirius XM Radio. And not only was he trying to say that, he was referencing Nipplegate from the infamous halftime show with Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake saying that it brought eyes to the NFL. So (gasps) bad publicity is still good publicity. Terrible.
2: A worst analogy. Terrible. I think in the end he it was pop, public, he said,
1: public humiliation. <laughs> Has he not watched any of the document?
2: He's he's clueless. He's going to be terrible at this job. Right. and, and he is not good at off-the-cuff topics. He's not going to be good as a grand No,
0: he's going to be the he's going to be the most boring. He's going to be dry eyes, so red eyes for the they, NFL football. Will they him
2: with like a Tony Romo no, or someone who's no, I mean, he's no. really, I
1: mean, Don't Janet, care. it's, It's everyone knows that her career and her reputation went down. took a direct yes. hit as a result and of And Timberlake that. went up. And Timberlake went up. And there's been documentaries, and I mean, he's just clueless. Clueless, one
0: hundred percent. This guy is this privilege list, here. Yeah, male. Listen to this. He told his co-host that ultimately, the moment brought in more views for the NFL. I think in the end, it was probably a good thing for the NFL because everyone got to talk about it, and it was just more publicity and more publicity for halftime shows and any publicity slash bad publicity. That's the way they say. You know, that's how it goes. It's
2: just, listen. He's had that's it.
1: what they say. So who knows? So I who mean,
2: knows?
0: he's just he's off. He he's is off. so. Like you he said should he doesn't been
2: talking for a little while.
1: I mean it's pretty clueless to not understand the amount of backlash that she had because it's been such, it's been a topic he's, he's for such a long time. He's using nipplegate
2: to say more people came to the NFL. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, no,
0: no. no. People and
2: I, come to the NFL if football's interesting and yeah. fun to watch. And yeah. he did
0: this with Larry Fitzgerald and Jim Grey both who are very good guys and I'm surprised they even let, it go by. let this without there and there hasn't been any from what I've read. Dis, they, they didn't disagree with him. And that that's but just surprised me. Is surprising. that, a, is to that to a, because
2: to Tom Brady has this much and they have that much? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But Larry Fitzgerald is a very respected he player. Is, in isn't is.
2: he from here? Yeah. He's he from here. Holy I Angels. played high school yeah. ball against him. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, 20 years later,
1: Tom, you really have been in hiding. That is just clearless. But, but yeah, two days in a row.
2: Wait till tomorrow. Yeah. yeah I know. And I then
1: I read a story that. He and Giselle put like eighty four million in that FTX.
2: Yes, yes, they lost a
1: lot of money. Lot, a lot of money. Who the hell are their financial? Well, and
0: he's being part of that whole group that's being sued Sued, because he endorsed it and told people. Like a lot of these celebrities, Paul, you know, um, our guy from Curb Your Enthusiasm,
2: our our guy
0: from yeah, he's part of it.
2: Larry uh, Larry David, David,
0: but Jake Paul right now is is facing the same situation. He created this whole cryptocurrency thing and told people to invest money, and they lost money. This, this. This is not the end for him with that.
1: That's also probably why Giselle decided to get out. That could be. She might not have been for it. I think she was sick of him. I
0: well, think yeah, that's why
1: like people football. get out. It's hard to be second to mistress football, Julia,
2: mm-hmm.
1: for years and years. Yeah. You I... know, and then when he says it, uh, you know. And yeah.
2: then, and then uh, yeah. Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. yeah. I don't think there's anything to any conspiracy that they got divorced over crypto.
0: No. They get divorced over lady football. Over football in yeah. the locker room. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, finally, Bam Margera is apologizing to Priscilla Presley for apparently lying and saying that she gave him Elvis's robe and ring when he visited the house. She was very upset that he did this. And is how saying how did
1: these two even I can't even picture how these his, two know each other.
0: His dad's a big fan. He visited um, um uh, Graceland, Graceland oh. got in. He actually took videos of the bedroom without her permission. What? Yeah, it's a big deal. And then he claimed they were friends. She's I come even out know to.
2: who he is. I'm gonna look him up. Bammar
0: he's from Jackass oh. and he's been in a lot of uh All drug right. issues right now and Steve Oh, I can o- think
1: of is he's he a Scientologist? Why
2: is he with Priscilla Presley? Yeah, that was so weird. That
0: was a very random connection there. All so right. yeah, that's your My Talk Dirt Alert. Thank
2: just telling you that I was at El Burrito Mercado over the weekend and their restaurant is closed right now for renovations, mm-hmm. but their um, market and their the deli, deli are open. So let me just tell you, it you go in and you um, we we're having people over, so we got a bunch of different salsas. We've got a bunch of different. We got burritos. We got enchiladas. Enchiladas, and they've got green fried beans that were so good. So good, but they've got pre-made meals for you if you want to take a moment freeze them. They've got the meats if you want to have them already done in in deli, um, you know sizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they have all the salsa bars. They've got all the vegetables. They have. It's the tamales, the chili rellenos. I mean, we. The good chips. Everything is great there. Mm-hmm. It is, and plus the prices were so good compared to other places. Yeah, I've been at El Burrito Mercado in West St. Paul is a hit. Go there for fun, fun needs, and book your food truck. All right, so, all right. Tell me. You
1: know, I wanted to get into the story about after watching uh, Pamela, a love story, the documentary on netflix about uh, pamela anderson and we only watched three episodes of pam and tommy yes and then out of solidarity for pam we we're like we're not watching that anymore and blah 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 but i'm like you didn't find out from the documentary from pamela's documentary she still seemed unclear
2: of how that happened how the tape tape was stolen had it She she really did she said we've never found it but yet we know the person was found but okay so here's what's here's the story so the man
1: who orchestrated the distribution of that sex tape in the 1990s he his daughter has broken her silence to reveal his outrageous scheme And why the original footage was cut up and scattered over a highway. So her dad was a porn producer, and he spent the money he raised from selling the video on an incredible drug hooker. Hooker fueled. Yes. In Europe. Europe. (laughs) And he recruited his daughter to destroy the original version of the video. And So he went by, he also was a porn actor. His name was Milton Owen Ingley, and in Pam and Tommy, he is played by Nick Offerman. Yes. And he also was a porn actor who went by the moniker Michael Morrison, and he came into the possession of the tapes, the tape in 95, when his friend, another former adult star played by Seth Rogen, stole a safe containing the video after a dispute with Lee. So this daughter says that is a true
2: thing. But Pam did not know that. Tommy Lee is the one who worked with the contractors. for not paying me. Tommy Lee didn't pay them and there was a dispute. And
1: according to, Mm -hmm. you know, the porn actor guy who is the one who ends up distributing the tape, he was just going to hold the tape for ransom until Tommy Lee paid up for the home repairs and gave them a little something for their time sure, and trouble, sure, sure, like sure. interest. And um that was the Seth Rogan's character. He's just like, man, we don't have to yeah. do it. But when the porn guy he saw when they put in this VHS tape, he just saw dollar gold. signs. Gold. And my dad even came home and told me this is pure gold. We're gonna make millions off of this. And her dad died in 2006, at the mm-hmm. age of 60. And as she said, what her father was doing was that, um, is that he told her to come to L.A. because he needed her help with the project. She was a flight attendant at the time. Mm-hmm. She was working for America West. And when she arrived in L.A., her father picked her up and said, I've got this VHS tape, and I want you to... I've made copies of it, but I want you to cut up this original tape... Cause I want to distance myself from the theft and her dad borrowed all thousands of dollars from this mob guy called Anthony big Tony Pirano in order to fund the distribution of the tape.
2: And this was portrayed in Pam and Tommy. Yes. And he mm-hmm. made all these
1: copies of this VHS yep. tape, which is about eight minutes of uh, various sex acts between mm-hmm. Lee and Anderson. And, the Seth Rogen character he wants no part of this. He wants no part of it. So, two, the
2: guy that actually stole
1: it. Yes. Sold. And in '97, her dad moved to Amsterdam and began selling the tape worldwide, like for two hundred dollars a pop via Canada, because at the time Tom, Pam, and Tommy Lee were fighting it. So he had to leave the United States, and he was like a Vietnam vet he could not sell that tape in the U S without them signing off on it. And so he lived in Amsterdam between 97 and 2004 and he just lived the high life. He was making gobs of money. Everybody was buying it all over the world. Wow. You name it. Everyone wanted to see it, but Tom, Pam and Tommy really fought hard. The daughter even remembers her dad saying that. And according to, um, her, she said that um, when he dropped out of sight in '97, none of his friends knew where he was. Right, they didn't know he was in Amsterdam selling all these copies because she. she they spot that tape for three or she four did. years, and
2: then she was nervous about having more miscarriages and quit.
1: Yes, and the stress, and she said, you know, and she never saw any money, and um, really, then the guy quit making money on it. Then when ninety-eight, ninety-nine with internet. the internet, and then it's getting downloaded. And so anyway, so they 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 ended up getting seven hundred and forty thousand dollars each in a judgment, but this guy never paid a thing. Mm.
2: Okay. So
1: and it generated hundreds of millions oh. of dollars. And his daughter said he would just share pictures all the time. And he died at the age of 60. He was dead diabetic he was always
2: drunk and on champagne drugs and cocaine and cocaine and, and hookers hookers and blow hookers and blow that was a movie that's the name of a band mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's and then um yeah she just said yeah it is that is how
1: it got out and the guy who worked who was owed the money he just wanted the money and it was my dad because he'd been in
2: porn. He knew about, he knew the, about producing the
1: value. And the fact that these two famous, famous people that people know. And she's at you know, Baywatch. Right. And he's in and they're the rock the and, and roll people. Yeah. How we can make so ka-ching. much money. Ka-ching, ka-ching, ching ka-ching. And so when they signed the agreement, um, it it... The agreement was so broad. They did they did not read it over. They did not have good the best legal advice because this guy who licensed the video out to a video company to print physical copies for sale in adult stores, that was not supposed to be in that deal.
2: Got it. And got that
1: it. guy uh, is the one who um, got sued, but, you know, $740,000, that was all. And then he never paid him So really when Brandon... Lee says at the end of that movie, my parents, they could have made millions, but my mom was just like, I wouldn't have sold that for any amount of money. That was just your dad and I just being in love and crazy for each other. It wasn't ever meant for anybody's eyes. I never would have sold it. it,
2: No, of course not.
1: But I mean, you know, Kim Kardashian, she sold hers. I mean, I'm just not saying, don't say of course not. You're right. Because there are
2: people who... But she really has always said the same thing.
1: Paris Hilton has talked about that Rick Solomon distributed that sex tape. She knew nothing about it. She didn't know, and how absolutely humiliated and horrified she well, was. Well, think
2: of how you would be. So yeah, people are either be careful, make, people. People will film you. I'm just saying. Yeah,
1: no, but I mean, Kim Kardashian, you did a right. whole other level with it. But most people are not going to probably react that way. Mm-mm. All
2: you right.
1: Story. Yeah. Wow. Yeah,
2: because it is confusing, like you said in the documentary. When you watch Pamela um, on Netflix, she says in that that she doesn't know how yeah. it got distributed. But but the truth the but story th- was right in the Hulu um, show. She yeah, and in Tommy. the
1: Rolling Stone yeah. article, and also we see even in the documentary, there were both Tommy Lee was like making some kind of. A playground, there were bulldozers. Yes,
0: he was doing some major, major construction.
1: Major construction and supposedly he owed like six figures. And over you can see him being
2: a dick.
0: Yeah,
1: you could totally see it. And, and the and guy they, just saying, "We'll take yeah. what's in the, we'll seal the safe, and we'll see what's in there." And there was probably and, cash.
0: Yeah, and in the documentary, you remember the basis of the conversation was her son calling, saying, "Like, hey, they're saying dad owed this money." She responded quickly, and then they kind of they didn't really touch base on it too much. So I'm glad you went through this, but I think it might have been obviously tough for her to have that conversation and.
1: And yeah. she might not have known she was. Yeah, you're right. You know, a lot of Just, times the the, uh, the stress the guy will deal with contractor Listen,
2: stuff and right. she's running the house and she's acting yeah. every day on Baywatch yeah. so and he's harassing her on the set. Oh. and she's having to cover yeah. for his outbursts. Yeah. Right,
1: right, right. So, you know, I would I would believe that about yes, their relationship yeah. that Tommy took care of that house Same. detail. Totally. Yeah totally. Alright, listen, we come back. We've got
2: some other stories we're going to catch up on. Okay, gang. Uh, Chan has some dinner theaters. We love, love, love them. I'm going tonight. I'm going to see Love Letters. I'm so excited. We're having dinner. A now on the main which stage, is so fun. Is
1: Now on the main stage is the Tony Award winning musical, The Prom. The Chan does the big Broadway musical so well. And of course, this one will be no exception. It's based on a
2: True story. All sorts of great music, dancing, lots Chris of Chris Hewitt saw it on Broadway and loved, I loved it. it. And I I also saw the... T- yes. Us about that. Yes. So we're so excited to see it. They also have great variety concerts. He- do the shows. Yes. Joe Cocker, Cat Stevens, Queen, and Lionel Richie, which would be so fun. And a special event on the main stage is Kicking It Irish on Monday, March 13th. The
1: Irish celebration for the entire family. And, of course, every weekend, Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret.
2: And, you know, that Kicking It Irish is so much fun. It, it is. is so much fun to watch the dancing and everything. For tickets, visit Jan Hassan Duterte, always entertaining you. Thanks for hanging out with us. Please look at the British
1: Vogue cover of Rihanna and A$AP Rocky and their baby. It's so... Such a good picture, such a good picture. Can I just give you some social media numbers of what happens after you perform at uh, the a Super, Super Bowl? Bowl? At least okay, Rihanna.
0: Do it. Do it. And She's, this is why they don't get paid to do the Super right. Bowl, obviously. Okay, yeah.
1: Right? The NFL pays for the staging and That's all it. of that stuff okay. she yep. got she gained one and a half million Insta followers on the day of the show. Huh. And almost another one million the day before. Wow. Okay. Her YouTube increased by, you know, twelve million. Right. Her Twitter Jeez. increased like a hundred thousand in one day. Fenty Beauty Sales oh. soared nine hundred percent. Oh, yeah. Wow. And it's the second most watched Super Bowl halftime show coming in number one is Katy Perry. In, the In 2015 yep, at the $121 million. This was $118 million for this halftime show. Wow. Yeah, so those are just the stats.
2: All right, well, a couple more stats. Taylor Swift was the most streamed artist yesterday on Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, yeah. Pardon? I would
1: have thought it would have been Miley Cyrus.
2: I bet that song was streamed a lot. Right, hours. but I think it was more like love, love songs, songs and different things like that. Um, tell me what you think of this. Okay, so it is not since 2013, and I swear we were at Excel Center in 2013 when we saw Bon Jovi performing. Oh. It was 2013 with Richie Sambora, mm-hmm. and it's been 10 years oh, since is that these, how long they've been broken. These up? two have parted ways. Richie Sambora has co-wrote most of the band's biggest hits, right. so they split that, and he hasn't performed with John Bon Jovi since 2013. At the time, John Bon Jovi said of Richie Sambora's choices had led him astray. Mm -hmm. Um, So here's what came out today. Richie Sambora says about getting back together, we're talking about it. Oh, good. I don't think there's any reason not to at this point. We have to get out there and do it for the fans. Really, I feel... A second obligation. Oh, good. So I think these two might reunite. John has
1: apologized for, to Richie yep. for talking out of school when Richie has held John's little assignations that he has had on two years to himself. Yeah. He's never been catty in the press. Nope. He and John must have gotten a big fight. They had a blowout. I'm sure they they had fought like brothers. Yep,
2: which they are. Yeah, like brothers. And Mm -hmm. like you and I are sisters. Yeah. I mean, 30 years of Lori and I working together Mm -hmm. in some capacity. Your fights aren't pretty sometimes, you know. And and Richie, that was kind of shady on
1: John Bon Jovi's part because. Uh, Richie Sambora was trying to be there for
2: his daughter yep. as her mom, mom. was yeah. having, getting out of control, well, having a lot of problems, problems with yeah. drug addiction and, alcohol. and alcoholism, and the car. And, yes, and and,
1: and and Richie had to, he couldn't be devoted, you know, second fiddle to a band. That's right. When his daughter was needing him, and That's that right. was pretty shady of John.
2: I think so too.
1: Jeez.
2: Okay, so I don't know. I know you guys probably haven't watched. Um, Breakpoint, the tennis. Um, I haven't, but
1: no. I, I, my brother watched it and said it was very good. It's, it's
2: really interesting, and especially about Nick Caragos who's the radical Australian guy. Uh-huh. It really... you it, it, liked it. It's a behind-the-scenes on the tennis circuit. And if you like tennis, it was fun. But Formula One Drive, I had all oh. my Tommy Mommies were so into that.
0: Yeah, I've What's heard that? that? It's a- another it's documentary? It's a
2: documentary on Formula One Drivers, and it's kind of raised... Over the years, because this has been out for like what
0: five years, Grant at least I think. Well, twenty nineteen was there's five seasons okay, of it, yeah. but the first one was in twenty nineteen. So they've did a couple in there. They in do different
2: year. Formula One drivers behind the scenes, and you get to feel what it's like. It's they're good. Yeah, yeah. You don't feel like sports. It's, yeah,
0: it's a very popular. I mean, ninety four percent Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's it's a very very good show. Did
2: they already profile Lewis Hamilton? I, no. I don't know. I don't yeah. know.
0: Let me see. I I don't
2: know. Is he a Formula One or a NASCAR driver? No, he's Formula Formula One. One, Okay, I don't know. I
1: only know because there was a great uh, in-depth story in Vanity Fair like uh, last year on him. And again, I was mad at the Vanity Fair editor because the color was like dark navy blue. (laughs) And he was like in a navy blue suit and he's a man of color. Did I tell you the Twizzlers are small? Yeah, I know it. Mm -hmm. But Vanity Fair, come on. I know, Lori. I know.
0: They did do an episode on your boy Lewis Hamilton. They did.
2: He's got a very interesting story. My gosh! So I probably would like
0: this. This it's
2: called Drive, um, Formula One Drive. I I mean, Drive to Survive. I have some friends who are obsessed Mm -hmm. and love this. And but now, which makes sense because of how much people love golf, Full Swing Grant is coming out. I think of nothing but a parody of some kind of a porn thing. (laughs) I'm sorry, that is the porniest title. Well, I've this is heard. this is an eight-part um, documentary, including um, follows a group of pro golfers during the twenty one twenty two PGA Tour, Ooh. on and off the greens at the high-stakes tournaments, including the players, the Masters, and the U.S. Open. I like this. And then the personal drama Between. becomes even more heated when competition erupts from outside the PGA with the upstart Live. of the deep-pocketed Saudi-backed. Live. Live golf.
0: This is cool, because this will give you an in-depth perspective from the players in the PGA and how they feel. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this sounds absolutely terrible.
2: <laughs> oh, no, it sounds oh good. But, I mean, behind, oh it's gosh. behind the scenes of these sports, and you have uh, access. Uh, you uh, don't like golf. I love golf. I it, love watching. I love to sleep to it. It's a great, that's true. The bird's chirping. It's so great, because you can still hear. Yeah. And It's quiet. That, that
1: show does not sound like my cup of tea. But if you guys are excited no, about Grant, it, no, Grant, don't you think? Because yeah. it
0: also talks well, about I'm
2: a golf guy. the, um, you know the. What, conversations swings? between people wanting go, to go over to live yeah, the Saudi-backed thing versus the people honoring the PGA.
0: Yeah, you're going to get some real in-depth opinions on yeah. that. And that's that's the one part that's interesting Maybe, about though,
2: it. Will it be dramatic like Housewives? No, like no, no, no. no. These, guys,
0: are, these guys are all golf nerds, and they're going to sit there, and they're going to be as form... No, you're not going to no. get any dirt. That's okay. unfortunate. Golf is very, very tame like that for yeah. the most part. But, right. um, yeah, I don't
2: know. You, never know. you never know. Okay, the only other thing that I know... Is that um, Jim Gaffigan is going to be on with Colbert tonight. Liam Neeson is going to be on with Kimmel.
1: I really hope that one of those late night hosts do a tribute to Miss Raquel Welch. I hope so too, Laura. You know, maybe, maybe Kimmel will we'll see who's got some footage and they can, like, I mean, I saw a clip of her. We might play it tomorrow. She comes on the Dick Cavett show oh. and she meets Janice Joplin.
2: How fun with that? Like 1967. This is what you kind of miss about when they used to talk late night talk show hosts would have the people stay on the couch yes, and kind of contribute a little bit. And I almost feel like Dick Cavett was an afternoon show. Oh, he was he was a randy guy, though. I loved him. Yeah. He's good. He there was
1: is good. A, there, I don't know if it's Tubi or someplace you can watch old Dick Cavett yeah. shows.
0: Um, I know, but I think it's Pluto. 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 I believe on Pluto. Pluto. Pluto I've seen some yeah, of his Yeah, because that's old where shows. I found
1: my designing women.
0: Yes, I love Pluto. Is-
1: and by the way, Jason, you know, sent me a Jason, text. Jason, Jason, Jason from The Morning Show.
2: Jason Alexis... Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and uh, he said, "I
2: did say your movie was the best movie <laughs> of all the shows." That's in reference to yesterday's <laughs> yesterday the Academy Award for Best Movie for Project on the uh, Yes, and Dirty. We'd,
1: we'd like to thank. We were double the, all winners, according to
2: Lori and I. I'm glad we got to enjoy the day off
0: because, hmm, oh, listen, 45 and sunny that
1: day. It yeah, cool. it was just so. It was just so nice. So anyway, like people who thought I needed to be drug tested yesterday when That's I was right. saying that. Thank you, you know. Jason. I, he said it to me several times. You were on drugs, i admit it.
2: <laughs> 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 oh, man. All right, we'll be back tomorrow, everyone. Have a great night. Job done. Off you go.